Hello, my beautiful friend. Welcome back to the Mint Bloom podcast, where we talk about real life motherhood struggles and the simple steps to a brighter, more abundant life in mind. I'm here to walk with you on this journey to the life you're meant to be living, one full of peace, love, and joy. And I'm your host, Brittany Clarkson. Welcome back today. I am so excited you're here. Uh, today, we are in November, and I am very excited for November. As always, I'm always excited for things, right? I'm excited for October. I'm excited for November. I'm excited for back to school, for Christmas. It's I make it a habit to be excited about the things in my life. Um, if you can't tell, this has been the major major consistency and personal growth development in my, my journey. Um, you know, this is my story. This is my, this is who I am now. I get excited about everything. Uh, I either force myself to be excited or I allow myself to be excited, whatever the situation calls for. And I encourage you to do the same. Okay. November means a lot to me every year. Like it's almost like November is the start of my new year. Um, because November is just, it's always been, it's got, it's got stuff. It, it's deep. Um, I can go back to my childhood. November meant a lot. Thanksgiving, Christmas time. Um, there's just a lot of, a lot to unpack there that is meant for a therapist, not for this podcast. That's not why we're here. <laughs> um, but I love going into the Christmas season and I consider Christmas my new year. Like it's a, it's the best way to start it. I mean, why start after Christmas? I like the idea of starting my new year at Christmas time, um, in November. I actually start my, my, my 90 day planning journals that I use. I actually, I don't start them like January, February, March, April, May, June, July. I start them. Um, I started this one now in November, like November is my new year. I'm starting my new planner now. I used to do a one-year planner and I would, an undated self-dated one that I, I started it in November because I like this to be my new year, like planning for Christmas, planning for family and togetherness in this slow season of, you know, going into winter really, and going into that personal winter that we have talked about a couple of times. I think that's a good place to start instead of trying to start with, you know, springtime. Yes, spring is a time for like new beginnings and all of that, but all the work that it takes to get to this, the new beginnings starts now. Now is the time for the internal work for, you know, you're just building up, building up to the bloom, right? Um, right now, like all the trees are shedding what's not working for them. They're shedding their dead leaves. Um, it's, they're not even shedding dead leaves. They're allowing the leaves to die and fall off. Some things in your life you might need to allow to die and fall off right now. Um, just some things just aren't working for you. And now is the perfect time to slow down. It's very countercultural too. Very counter uh, what society is doing. Because society, if you're watching TV with ads in it, if you're seeing ads popping up on YouTube or whatever right now, like all the ads are consumerism. Buy people this for Christmas. Buy this, buy this, do this. Uh, fill your bucket list. You know, everything you need to do this month. It's very countercultural to say no. I am practicing no member big capital N-O, member. And this is something that I've been getting better and better and better at every year for the last eight years, okay? Uh, and that is saying no and slowing down. And I mean, sometimes we think it's selfish, but it's not. And it's just 
making yourself the best you can be for yourself and for others, it just makes so much sense to slow it down and say no and just do less so that you can actually be present so much more. I have lived a life of running myself dry and pushing myself into burnout over and over and over again. I used to keep my calendar so full because I couldn't stand the idea of just being with myself and sitting and being present and actually like participating in my own life. I was just very much going with the flow and it wasn't in a good way. It wasn't in a chill way. It was just, I didn't want to face thoughts or feelings that I needed to face. And that kept me in a cycle of depression, like constant depression for a very long time. Um, And things were really one of the worst that they had been eight years ago. Um, There's, there's about three times in my life where my mental health has been at major crisis levels. Uh, One I have talked about here many times and is what started meant to bloom. It was my last really true depressive episode with um, the last time I really wanted to uh, end my own life. And that was in June of 2020 rough time, really pushed up against a wall. A lot of isolation led into that one and just living my life with really bad habits when I knew better. Um, I knew better, but was not doing better. And that was the moment I decided to do better. And then that sparked into the happy mom brain and it turned into the mental bloom podcast and all of this, everything that I put out into the world now today, uh, started from that one. But if we backtrack before that, um, cause that final, you know, like that's, that was an end of a chapter, beginning of a whole new book. Um, that ending and beginning that, that came after a lot of years of, uh, medication and therapy and just different, different types of stuff. Um, that was really filling me up with, with new ideas on how I could live my life without actually applying them. Um, and that really like that started, 10 years before pretty much. Um, so 10 years really led me to actually changing my life and actually doing the things that needed to be done. So if it takes time, if something's not working right away, it's, it's fine. You're going to get there. Um, keep going on it. Keep going, keep growing. We will get there when we get there. Um, eventually you'll hit your rock bottom and you will decide I can't do this anymore. I really do have to make a change. I can't just live with the idea of change. I actually have to make the change now. Um, but anyways, so if we backtrack eight years, we'll go back to November of 2015, November of 2015. I was fully booked. I was working a full-time job. I was working overtime in a full-time job as much as they would allow, uh, because I was a really great, really great employee, huge asset to the company. Um, it was a company that did not allow overtime. In fact, they would pull back a lot of people's hours so that they wouldn't have to pay out benefits. And, you know, just like major corporations tend to do. It's fine. I get it. I understand. Uh, it's not fine, but yeah, we're not here to talk about that. Uh, anyways, but they would max out my hours as much as possible because I was such an asset to the company. I would go above and beyond at work. I was was one of the top workers there. They would take me back in a heartbeat. Um, In fact, I couldn't go back to the store for a few years because they would offer me a job every single time I went in and (laughs) it was crazy. But uh, my last month working there, 
I put in my notice in October. And I said, I will stay on for another six weeks because I know you already made your schedules for Black Friday. And <laughs> I was just too nice to be like, oh, no. so it's six weeks of really pushing myself after I knew that I had to quit. Um, Cause I was working full-time at this job. I was also teaching dance classes and I was also still kind of getting into the role of being a wife and uh, running a home. Um, I wasn't a homemaker at the time, but I was, you know, taking responsibility to make mortgage payments and pay the water bill and all of these types of things uh, that had not previously been my responsibility. So I was only like a year and a half, two years. I was two years into that. I should have known better, but I didn't. I'm a slow learner at things like this. <laughs> it was not a habit. It was not easy for me. I was really struggling with mental health. So that slowed down the learning big time. Uh, Cause it would be interrupted by depressive episodes where I would then do nothing and leave everything to my husband to do. And just blah, blah, so goes life. Um, but anyways, it was November of 2015. I was working ton, tons of hours, uh, going above and beyond for everyone, but myself, zero self-care, um, except for retail therapy, which was not self-care. <laughs> it was, it was not helpful to my mental health because I didn't have a budget to buy things, but I was buying things, a lot of things all of the time and then feeling really bad about it. And then realizing that we didn't really have all that money to do that. And it was just, it was, I was a mess. I was really just a mess. Absolutely mess. Hot mess. Uh, that was my, that, yeah, that was my personality type, hot mess. Uh, but I did not say no to anybody ever. I was always down to help. I felt super guilty if I had to say no, if I couldn't show up for something. Um, major high anxiety, major social anxiety all at the same time. It was a mess. It was a wreck. I was not caring for myself at all. And that was the first year I started to say no. I put in my notice. I said after Black Friday, I'm done. I'm spending the holidays with my family. I'm starting new traditions to stay home, to slow down. And it was really hard for me. Um, and then the January following that, I was pregnant with my first child. So welcome to motherhood immediately after just learning the idea of slowing down for the first time. And yeah, that was that. Every year for November, uh, it's been a back and forth. Uh, a couple years into that, into motherhood, I got into minimalism. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to stop the shopping addiction because I am filling my house with so much clutter. And I am not a minimalist, um, but I got into the idea of living a decluttered life, um, sort of a, a mom's type of minimalism uh, in a very sane, normal way, just sort of saying no to all the extra things and trying to minimize the mess possible. And that is something I really got into with Ali Kasaza. She was an eye-opener and awakener. Um, she filled my life in so many ways. And it was, she has been a lifesaver to me, literally. Um, yeah, if you're familiar with that day that I almost ended my life in 2020, the voice in the back of my head was Ali saying, you are the right mom for your kids. And knowing that in my heart, having had that in my mind for so long. And I got to say it to you right now, you are the right mom for your kids. Even if you feel right now, like, oh my gosh, I could be doing so much better. I don't care. You are the right mom for them. You really are. Um, 
and life is a learning process. We're all still learning. But that was the voice that made me say, okay, how can I do things different then? Because if I've got to stick around for my kids, I've got to change what I'm doing because it was not working. Um, and here we are today. Uh, anyways, what was I saying? I completely forgot. Started getting into the idea of minimalism. That's what I was talking about. Uh, like around 2017, 2018, maybe. Uh, you know, my oldest kid's about two and we have, we were living in a much smaller house and we did not have room for everything. And I remember I had, our home office was just full of boxes that never got unpacked because we didn't have places for so many things because we didn't need to have those things. Uh, and I remember getting rid of clothes for like the first time ever around that time because I was like, you know what? Okay. I'm going to get rid of a lot of clothes from high school because now I'm a mom and I want to think, what am I going to wear as a mom? And also so many of these clothes do not fit. And I don't think they ever will again, because I'm not meant to be an extra extra small. I wasn't meant to be that. <laughs> That's the size I was in high school. I was an extra extra small, 94 pounds. Um, and finally with childbirth, I was able to develop a woman sized body and <laughs> keep on some weight. So I, I have been consistently over hundred pounds ever since, um, you know, not that it's important, but I mean, ranging within like 30 pounds of itself. But yeah, I mean, my body type changed and my personality changed. And I finally was able to let go with the help of, you know, Allie and other sources on my Pinterest and um, setting up minimalist sort of wardrobes and just setting up a minimalist home. And that helped me to start saying, okay, well, if I'm going to go for this minimalist thing, I'm going to buy less. I'm going to support this for other people. I'm not going to buy them just clutter and junk so that what I I'm checking the list that I bought them something. It has been an eight year progress process of learning to say no. And it's always in November that I'm really just fine tuning and developing and able to track my progress of, wow, I'm saying no in more ways than I ever did before. And I'm getting more and more and more comfortable with it. So I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you all this because it's a process. And I don't want to tell you like, oh, just say no this November to everything and completely change how you show up for your holidays overnight because it is a process and it involves setting boundaries with other people, um, especially when it comes to like gift giving. If you want to start saying no to gift giving, you have to get a lot of people on board with this because so many people are really uncomfortable with giving you a gift and then finding out you're not doing gifts this year. <laughs> and it's every year I've said, I'm not going to do gifts. Um, or, you know, like I'm going to close down the window of how many people I'm giving gifts to. And my husband has never seen eye to eye with me on this. He always wants to do gift cards for people just because we have to give them a gift. And I'm like, can we please not, can we please, can we please just do like a family gathering and have the gift of time together, please. Can we just do gifts for kids? Um, and now more and more people in our lives are also parents and I think it's so much easier to say, let's just do gifts for the kids this year. Or, you know, how about you only get gifts for your own kids this year? Um, but it's just, it's getting a lot easier to say no because it's been practiced. And boundaries, we've been playing with the boundaries for a few years now and sort of deciding what makes sense, what doesn't. We just bought a new house, which has a significantly higher mortgage than what we're used to. And I think that it's finally like the right year for people to understand, hey, we don't want to spend 
50 to $100 per person this year because we really cannot. I'm not willing to go into debt just to have bought someone a gift. So I don't know, maybe a lot of people are just going to get home-baked cookies this year because now I know how to bake. Never was able to bake very well before. Um, I think it's been a mindset thing that I just decided I'm going to, I'm going to approach baking with love instead of stress and anxiety. Um, letting things turn out the way they're going to turn out. And I feel like that has made me better in the kitchen, better at baking, better at cooking, just kind of letting go of expectations and saying, it's okay if this recipe fails because I tried. And I think it's most important that we have fun doing it. And I really do. I think baking with love changes, changes the recipe completely. Um, because I mean, I've been baking toll house cookies for, for all my life. And there have been so many times that it did not turn out. Like I've been making, I have messed up frozen pizzas before. Frozen pizza multiple times. I'm talking fires in the oven, melting through the grates. I have had so much trouble with frozen pizzas in my life. And I think it, it's the only explanation is that my mindset was simply set to believe I'm incapable of cooking and baking. Like I'm useless in the kitchen. A catastrophe follows me through the kitchen. And believing that is the only explanation that has led to some of the events that have happened in my life. Um, but now that I walk into it with a good mindset, deciding I'm capable of this, I'm letting go of the stress and anxiety, and I'm just going to walk into this kitchen with love, it changes it. I don't know. I don't know. There's a lot to be said to do things with love for sure. And I think the only way we can really do that is if we're saying no to all the extra things, the things that we don't love, the things that put us in a bad place, in a bad mood, um, the things that put us into burnout. I mean, if you're saying yes to everything and it's leading you into burnout, it's not good. It's not going to end well. I have personally witnessed a lot of Christmases be ruined by myself or others in my life and in my family because mom was burnt out. Whether it was me or my own mom or another mom in my life, I have seen just too many moms burn themselves out over planning the perfect Christmas. And I was one of them. I have tried to plan the perfect event and I was all stress, no love, completely stressed, complete mess. I had a miserable time. And if mom's having a miserable time, everyone's having a miserable time. And it doesn't matter what gifts you get your kids. They don't care if you're just yelling and an irritable nutcake the entire time. If you're having a bad time, your kids are going to have a bad time. They're going to feed off that energy. And it doesn't matter if you got them all the perfect gifts. doesn't matter if your turkey turned out perfect. It doesn't matter if you're a mess the entire time and having an awful time. That's how you're going to remember it. You're going to remember that you had an awful holiday because you felt awful the whole time. So I really, around this time of year, like to start saying no to the extra stuff that isn't going to put me in a good place. The things that are going to, you know, just, just don't overbook yourself. Unless that fills you up and keeps you excited. I'm not, I'm an introvert. If I do too many things for too many other people around too many other people, I'm just going to be miserable the whole time. That's just self-awareness. That's a fact. 
So I like to look at what's actually important. And what's important is that I'm showing up with love. And I have experienced this time and time again with my own kids. They blow me away with, with their hearts and how I feel like I've done it right in, in so many ways. Yeah, there's a lot of ways I think, oh, I dropped the ball on that one. Could have, you know, intervened and helped my kid learn that a little bit quicker. But there's some things that definitely I feel like I did right with my kids. And some of that was setting the bar low on their holiday expectations as far as when it comes to like gifts and um, and like the food menu and stuff like that. Like I set that bar low for them so that they're not just expecting gifts and then sad when all they get is mom's love. So if you're a new early mom, that's the best thing I can tell you is don't overwhelm your kids with gifts for holidays. Set that bar low and be like, hey, we get you one really great gift. Um, or just don't do gifts if you're capable of that and into that and fun with that. I don't like that. I like doing a little bit of gifts, but I don't like it to be all about the gifts. Um, growing up for me, it was all about the gifts. And my mom was a mess every holiday. She was super stressed um, because she was buying gifts for so many people and it was wearing her really thin. Um, and I don't want to do that. I would rather be present for my kids and have my kids have the expectation that we're going to have a good day together as a family. We're not going to fight with each other or yell at each other. Um, mommy's not going to be stressed out the whole day. We're going to be chill today. I'd rather them have that expectation than the expectation that they're going to get a ton of stuff. Um, just, that's just me though. I'm not here to tell you how to do your holidays, but, um, I did want to tell you guys about no about about November. It is November. I already talked about November. Um, Halloween. We did Halloween differently this year. My husband was out of town, so there was no way I was taking the kids trick or treating. Um, also my kids, my kids don't have an expectation of getting new new costumes every year because that's just the expectation I set for them. They wear costumes that they already have in their costume box, or they wear like dress up pajamas that they wear all the time already. And there have been years where I've been ready to buy my kids new costumes and they were just like, oh, I'm just going to wear my Buzz Lightyear pajamas. And I'm like, you know what? Cool. Fine. I will save money on that. Um, but this year we did a trick. We didn't do trick or treating because I wasn't going to take three kids out at dusk by myself to walk in the streets, collecting candy from strangers. Um, mostly because it gave me anxiety that uh, some murderer was going to see that I was alone without a husband and follow me home and murder me. So that's just the kind of anxiety I have around Halloween. But anyways, um, we did, what did we do? It's an egg hunt. So my kids each got 16 eggs to hunt outside at our own house. Um, I got some little glow in the dark Halloween eggs and filled them with like little Halloween squishy toys and slap bracelets and some candy that I bought myself. It's about eight bucks on candy and it will be enough candy to get us through Christmas and probably, probably until like, um, 4th of July next year. I probably won't have to buy candy again. Uh, it's cause we don't go through a ton of candy and I hide it. That's just what we do. And then we came in and we watched a semi-spooky movie. What did we watch this year? I know we watched Hocus Pocus. We watched, we didn't do Halloween Town this year. We usually watch a Halloween Town marathon. I can't remember which movie they picked for, for actual Halloween, but we watched some Disney Halloween movies and they went to bed. 
they said it was one of their favorite Halloweens. They oh they carved pumpkins with their with their dad a little bit before Halloween when he left for his trip to go hunting. And that was it. It was a super chill holiday. Um, they kind of missed going to like a school carnival. So next year we're gonna do a school carnival. Um, but other than that, like they said they didn't miss trick-or-treating. They were fine with doing the egg hunt instead, which was way chill. It was way faster, way easier. Every year we do trick-or-treating, at least two of them end up crying that they're too tired. And me and my husband end up carrying them back to the car. Uh, so that's that. We did it easier. We did it more simple. And my kids enjoyed it. And I am just a major advocate for that at this point. Keeping it simple, keeping it easy, saying no to all the extra and the excess because we could have filled our entire calendar that whole month leading up to Halloween. We could have done a bucket list of movies to watch and things to do in the community. I think we would have been burnt out and exhausted. And I probably would have been yelling at kids to get in the car to hurry up and go because we're going to be late for something. And they preferred just being chill and staying home and having mommy in a good mood. So that being said, what your kids really do deserve this holiday season and every season always is for mom to be in a good mood, for mom to have her sanity. And I have done everything I can to teach you, to provide for you ways to keep your sanity in all things all of the time. So much so that it cannot all fit into a podcast, um, not an episode, not the whole thing. Like you'd have to listen to every single episode. And even then it's out of order for really, really applying this all to your life. If you're, you know, if you're like really at that, at, at your wit's end, that's what it's called, wit's end. Um, so anyways, I do want to share with you a couple of things. Number one, the get started guide. If you do not have the get started guide, get it, get started. Um, this is designed completely for the desperately overwhelmed hot mess mom everything in your life feels like it's a mess. Start with the get started guide. Okay. That includes your mindset makeover. It includes my stressless toolkit and it includes some tools for helping make meal times and kitchen times, um, and grocery shopping go more smoothly. Uh, cause why does that need to be a stress? You know, something we all do all of the time is cook meals, provide meals, not always cook, um, but provide meals for our family. And I think having a great mindset around that having tools to help make that simple, game changer, big time game changer. Okay. If you don't, if you already have the get started guide, I am also offering the simplified holiday guide for $5 that is in the description. There is a link to download that. And then also I want to tell you about the happy mom method bundle. Okay. We are at the end of my epic sale that I've been talking about for like two months now. It feels like, I think, I think it's been two months since I made the decision putting things on epic sale and deciding I am heading back on the money I put into business expenses and I am leaving the teachable platform as far as paying multiple, um, a lot of dollars a month to keep it. So what's going to happen when I let my teachable account expire? I've already let Etsy expire. There's only like three things left, mentabloom.etsy.com. I think those are all gone at the end of this month. Um, and Etsy will be put on pause, on hold. I don't know what I'll do with that in the future, if anything. Uh, but Teachable, what's going to happen on November 11th when I transition my Teachable to the free account 
If you already have any of my Teachable products, you have them forever. You just log into your Teachable account. There they are. Boom. You've got them. But what's going to happen is I'm only going to be allowed to sell one product at a time. Right now, all of my products are active. They did make me get rid of some of my products because the plan I'm on, they went ahead and said I can only have 10 of 10 downloads and five courses. So I've already had to um, unpublish a few of my products on there and sort of move things around so that um, instead of having every single download, you have 10 different options that are multiple products in one, um, <clears throat> which was not what I had ever wanted or intended. Those were supposed to be super simple, easy little, you know, couple dollar products. And now I can't have them. And I'm only allowed to have five courses. So I cannot have all of my courses published at one time because I was intending to have multiple courses than that. Um, I wanted to have several small courses and then several big courses. And so when I drop down to the free, I can only have one thing available at a time. So if you want everything on Teachable right now, you can get the Happy Mom Method bundle. This is your last chance to get the bundle. I cannot have the bundle active once I drop down to the free plan. So if you want the Happy Mom Method, the full bundle, now is the time to act. And it is only $79 right now. Okay. I had this previously priced at $399. It is over $400 worth of um, products and content because it is the entire Teachable cata um, catalog, the all, every download that's on there. And I can go through a little spiel and tell you everything that's on it right now. So $79 for something that was priced at $399 previously, I valued higher than that too, even. And I grew up on Walmart clearance racks. I, <laughs> it's relevant, I promise. Um, I grew up on Walmart clearance racks, okay? I... I value a good deal above anything else. And I cringe and I shy away from really high priced, high ticket products. Um, these are high quality, high, high quality content. Um, but I just, I don't feel right charging a whole lot for them because I come from a place of not having a whole lot of money to spend, right? And I want this to be something that is accessible to all moms. And so I priced my courses. I dropped the prices down ridiculously low for this epic sale because I want you to have this last chance to get in on it before it's not available all of the time anymore. The Happy Mom Method won't be available anymore at all through Teachable because I'm dropping down to lower this account. Someday in the future, I will bring it back, but I don't know what platform. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. It will shift and it will change and it will be a little bit different. A lot of these smaller digital downloads that are included will be going away forever or shifting or changing or just becoming something totally different. Um, in some cases, they'll become books, like published books through Amazon um, instead of being digital mini guides. Uh, I have a lot, a lot of plans and things I want to do in the future, but that involves changing and shifting. So I'm clearing out, I'm giving you this last chance to get these things before my Teachable account switches to the free account after November 11th. So $79, what's that going to get you if you get the Happy Mom Method bundle, which is, there's a link, direct link to it in the description below. Um, but that's going to get you the Unblock Your Joy course. That's going to get the Love Your Home course. These are both full courses that were each priced at $188 a piece before. 
Now I dropped them down to 99, but now with the Epic sale, they are $33 a piece. If you only want one or two, one or both of those courses, they are only 33 bucks. But if you want the whole $79, it's going to get you both those courses, which is 66 bucks currently. It's also going to get you the Mindset Realign mini course. It's going to get you a digital download of the Happy Mom Brain Workbook. It's going to get you the Gratitude Guide, printable journal papers, journal prompts, coloring pages. Um, it's going to get you a printable planner. Uh, it's going to get you uh, some home care downloads. It's going to get the decluttering guide. It's going to get the holiday guide. It's going to give you the meal planning guide. It's going to give you the self-love starter kit. It's literally everything that I have available on Teachable currently that is included in the Happy Mom Method bundle. And it's going to take you on that journey of completely overwhelmed by everything. Start with the mindset realign, then go to unblock your joy and then love your home. Seriously. It's going to change your life. This is how I did it. This is how I went from who I was completely overwhelmed, completely depressed, completely just hot mess, absolute hot mess. And it shifted me into happy mom. It's the happy mom method. It's the method of how I went from that to this. And I want to share that with you. And it it's available till November 11th. Um, and I will leave you with that. Uh, I can hear my kids downstairs right now. So it's time to get going. I think we've gotten long-winded with this enough. Anyways, my friends, I love you so much. Thank you for being here. I really appreciate you. If you want to help me out, um, for free. If you could please share this episode on social media, if you can hop onto Apple iTunes and leave me a review and a rating, if you can jump on Spotify and follow, those are the things that will really, really help me out. Um, cost you nothing, but will buy you my eternal love and gratitude. All right. I love you, my friends. Thank you so much for being here.